And we are back, third hour of the third day here at the Pledge uh, Power of Prayer Spring Pledge Drive on AM 1160, The Quest. I'm Dave Savage, the program manager and production manager here at The Quest, and uh, we are joined this morning by uh, Michelle Hines. How you doing this morning, Michelle, as you're taking a I'm, sip of coffee? Well, you know, hey, it's okay. Uh, I'm well. How are you? <laughs> Fine, thank you. And also, uh, Melanie uh, Colley is here. Yes, so, whoops, hold on. You know what? This happens all the time. You're on that mic. You're on number four. Remember that. you got to turn me on here. Yes. <laughs> you got to turn go. on my mic. There we go. So, uh, what we're going to do, what we like to do each day uh, is start, uh, for each hour, we like to start with the um, with a prayer. And this morning, we have from uh, uh, St. Peter Claver School, uh, we've got Ty and Jasang. Are you both there? Uh, yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> Excellent. So, Ty, what uh, what grade are you in? Uh, I am in eighth grade. Eighth grade. What about Jasang? How? What, what grade are you in? I'm also in eighth grade. Okay. Cool. Um, and and so what uh, each one of you what what's your favorite subject in school? Probably math. Okay. And and Ty? Uh I like science and history. Excellent. So you're you, you both kind of have the opposite brains, I think. You know, the the math <laughs> and then the the science and history is kind of on the other side. Um but anyway, now let's not get into all that. Let's let's uh you're you're both prepared for a prayer this morning to kick off this hour. Mm-hmm. Yes. Excellent. Anytime you're ready, go ahead. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear God, we pray for those who are in war or in any conflict. May they find peace with each other and within themselves. We pray that we may come together and inspire each other to do good in our community. May we stay true to our Lenten intentions and grow in faith each day. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Beautiful. I I love that. Thank you both so much for for kicking off this hour with prayer. Take care now. You too. You too. Thank you. That's awesome. I love when we can uh, have the kids on praying with us. And uh, so, uh, uh, Michelle, (laughs) you were saying that uh, uh, did you have a prayer uh, you want to do as well, or we we did. Yeah, um, we have. Do you want to do that now, or you know what? That would be great. Okay, that'd be great. Great. So my co-host actually is not here today. Uh, Melanie was supposed to be our guest at first, and she's kind of become guest slash co-host. <laughs> okay, uh, because our co-host was unable to attend. Um, Matt was recently diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Oh, and so he's undergoing treatment. Um, his spirits. He is a light of hope and just a ray of sunshine. He mm-hmm. he's always that person that just brings joy to the room and loves people. And we just want to pray a prayer to Our Lady of Lords. And we're going to talk about Lords in in the second half of our hour. But we just wanted to dedicate our time here um, to Matt, yeah, and to pray this prayer for him. Mm-hmm. And so. O ever, or in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. O ever immaculate virgin, mother of mercy, health of the sick, refuge of sinners, comforter of the afflicted, you know my wants, my troubles, my sufferings, look with mercy on me. By appearing in the grotto of Lords, you were pleased to make a privileged sanctuary. Once you dispense your favors, and already many sufferers have obtained the cure of their infirmities both spiritual and corporal. I come, therefore, with complete confidence to implore your maternal intercession. Obtain, O loving Mother, the grant of my requests for complete healing for Matt and for the intentions entrusted to us. Through gratitude for your favors, I will endeavor to imitate your virtues that I may one day share your glory and bless you in eternity. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Okay, thank you very much. Um, so, yeah, this is the Power of Prayer uh, Spring Pledge Drive on AM 1160, The Quest. And uh, we have... Uh, oh, so we've got matching money again this hour. I love when we have matching money because it, that means you donate $20, it's $40. Mm-hmm. You donate 100 it's 200 And so we've got that up to $2,500 uh 
uh, so yeah, uh, that's cool. And then um, what we want you to do is to to call in 470-508-1160, log on to thequestatlanta.com or download the app, uh, Quest Atlanta app. And uh, oh, and you know what I didn't do last hour? I didn't thank the donor. Let, I, I always want to make sure I thank everybody. Okay, so uh, let me just uh, thank everybody. Um, uh, Susan from Ackworth, uh, Don and Marsha, in honor of Father Neil and St. Catherine. Uh, they're from Kennesaw. Uh, uh, and then uh, Lily as well uh, from Johns Creek. So I, I thank each and every one of you. Whatever the donation was is greatly appreciated, and we put it to, uh, to good use. And we have another uh, $6,300 goal this hour. So it's a lofty goal, but I think we can do it. Let's do it. So, okay. Yeah. Michelle? Yeah. So um, just a little bit about me. I have been volunteering with the Quest almost since the beginning. Cool. Uh, you know, Carol and I uh, became friends through a mutual friend of ours. And I, I've been the one that's done a lot of the technical things behind behind the scenes, not so much in this role. Um, mm-hmm. Done a few of the parish talks and and back when we were doing those. And so, you know, I'm a Holy Spirit parishioner, uh, as well as Melanie. <laughs> um, and we're both dames in the Order of Malta. So uh, we're, we're both actually converts, which is a little different a lot of times uh, to find that in the same place at the same time. So, uh, you know, I think that that's one of the things that Melanie and I have in common among other things, mm-hmm. but I was going to let her kind of introduce herself to Yeah, yeah. Let's hear about you. Yeah, so my name is Melanie, and I, as Michelle said, I'm a convert. I grew up in a very uh, Christian home, but I went to college, and like many people, I didn't go to church very often, and I just found myself trying to figure out where I wanted to go in um, my Christianity. I knew I was always going to be a Christian, but what church I was going to be going to. And um, I actually met my husband, and he is Catholic, and he would go to daily mass, and I would see you know, how that was important to him. And I always was very curious, and I wanted to go with him. And one of my best friends in college was also Catholic. So Fast forward, I um, after college, the Holy Spirit would just drive me to adoration after work, and I just had this craving to go to adoration and to be with Jesus. And this is before you're Catholic. This is before I was Catholic, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, I didn't actually even really know that much about adoration or what it meant. I just knew I wanted to be there. And um, fast forward, I did a ton of research, and I told my now husband, I was like, I want to become a Catholic. And... I, he was kind of taken aback because he was never pushy about, you know, I want you to become a Catholic. But um, so now I'm a devout Catholic. I'm a parishioner at Holy Spirit with Michelle. And as she said, we're dames in the Order of Malta. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's where I am. And we're going to talk about the, the Facebook Rosary and Lords, and that's kind of another mutual thing that yeah. we have in common. Excellent. Now, let me just jump in real quick. And your story is is somewhat similar. Uh, I was, I'm a cradle Catholic, and my wife was not raised that way. We got married in the Catholic Church. And then uh, after we had kids, and because we promised to bring the kids up in the faith, and she's like, you know, I better learn about this. So she just started going to RCIA just to learn about it. Next thing you know, she's Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So excellent. So, Michelle. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's I have that kind of convert story too of growing up Methodist and and coming into the church, feeling more at home in the Catholic Church after I always had my faith, but it, like Melanie, kind of didn't go to church and mm-hmm. that. So, um, one of the things that we're going to talk about today is Melanie. We're tomorrow actually is the two-year anniversary of her rosary group. And I'm going to let um, Melanie tell us how she started and what what drew you to starting the rosary group. Let me back up really quick, because if my mom's listening, she'll be like, you didn't go to church? <laughs> <laughs> I did go to church. I didn't go to church in college. But I went to church growing up. Um, okay, so the rosary group, it's interesting because... Um, my first encounter with the rosary was actually when I was a little girl. I went to a friend's house, and again, I wasn't Catholic, but the power went out. And her mom was like, we should pray the rosary. And I was like, what? what, what why are we praying the rosary when the power... Mm-hmm. Anyway, 
it has always been in my head. And that's always, I felt like, you know, Mary planted that seed in me very, when I was very young. And so the Holy Spirit speaks to me. And I, you know, a lot of people can hear God with these dramatic conversations. I don't always have that, but I do kind of feel the nudges from the Holy Spirit. So when the pandemic started, um, you know, about a week later, and everybody's lost and confused and in their home and alone, um, I felt the Holy Spirit say, you need to start a rosary ministry. And I was like, okay. Um, and it was at the same time when Pope Francis had said, everybody needs to pray the rosary tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Um, and so I just decided I put it on Facebook in our um, school's Facebook page. I said, hey, I'm going to hop online um, tomorrow to pray the rosary at nine o'clock. If anyone wants to join, I'd love for you to come. So I started doing that for a week. And and then I was like, well, I don't want to just monopolize this school rosary page. So I was like, I'm going to create a new page and we're going to keep doing it. And what I thought was going to be two weeks, you know, we're going to pray the rosary for two weeks every day. Um, it's become two years tomorrow. So it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, like you said, you didn't think that was going to be a long, a long term thing, right? Right. And so what I know from being part of that rosary group, and unfortunately, I don't get to join quite as often as I'd like, um, but how do you think that blessing of being able to pray the rosary every day and actually doing that and putting the group together, I know you've had some personal blessings from that, but I also know you've shared a lot of, and so is the group, a lot of blessings. So Melanie put out into our group, hey, if you know this is what we're going to do we're going to be on the quest we want to share all the good news of of the rosary and the blessings and so everyone's been reaching out and giving and just a reminder right because after two years you kind of go back mm-hmm. and you're like yeah i remember that and i remember that blessing but you know it's never as personal as when the person themselves shares it so um would you like to share some of those not only your own personal ones but yeah, i would love to so it and I love the fact that it has become part of my daily routine. I mean, how many times in your life have you? can you say that you've literally done a habit or something every single day? I mean, everyone has lofty goals. I'm going to work out every day. I'm going to do, right. you know, I'm going to read the Bible every day. But I, I, this is the only time in my life where I can say that I've done something every single day. And part of it is the accountability. You know, if I on my own were to say, I'm going to pray the rosary every day, I probably wouldn't be as good about the habit, but I know that people are counting on me to mm-hmm. be live on Facebook. And that to me, like that is such a blessing knowing that I'm impacting people's lives. And my family now knows mommy's saying the rosary. I'm either going to go sit and say it with her or we're going to be quiet. You know, so if you don't do it, you're not just letting yourself down. You're letting exactly. everybody else down. And yeah, yeah, she's setting this wonderful example for children mm-hmm. and to to move forward but um nick who is her oldest does a wonderful job of leading the rosary at times <laughs> when she needs to run to rescue annie who's How the youngest is nick? nick is eight awesome yeah, he yeah. will lead the rosary by himself That's it's awesome. amazing um and then you know mary kate she does like that yeah. she, she'll do it too but sure. not as much as nick she's a little more shy yeah uh, and then annie is just yeah, you know she's Annie likes to be like say hello on the rosary. So I have Nick is eight. I have Sarah Kate is six. Sarah Kate, I said Mary Kate. I'm so sorry. That. No, you're fine. And then <laughs> Annie, better. who is four. And so part of one of the things that I want this ministry to be is that I'm an everyday person just trying to get to mm-hmm. heaven, just like the rest of us. And you can say the rosary no matter what you're doing. So. It's not a professional podcast. My kids are in the background a lot of times, like wrestling or in the bathroom. You can hear toilets right. flushing. My dog's barking. I mean, I'm just trying to set the example that you don't have to have a quiet place to 
you know, hold Mary's hand. I always say like right, saying, saying the rosary is like holding Mary's hand and just like asking for her help um, on a day to day basis and talking to God. Yeah, she knows life happens. Yeah, but, I'm like, she's a mom, you know, yeah, exactly. So but I, back to what you're saying, I get I get uh, sidetracked because I'm like so excited about <laughs> The rosary, but a lot of people had, they messaged me and said, this rosary group has just, it's brought so many blessings to my family. Um, a lot of people started saying the rosary as a family. Mm-hmm. And I have one friend in particular, she reached out to me because she said that her um, her daughter was in a place where she, you know, you go through peaks and valleys of your faith journey. And she, she said her daughter was kind of in a valley and just wasn't really being able to hear God. And um, she started praying the Facebook rosary um, with her mom and with our group. And they went to Fatima and um, the son had woken them up at the window and she was talking to Mary and Mary was talking to her. And she told her mom that she had a vision of Mary saying, like, keep doing what you're doing, like, keep praying the rosary. I know you're going through a hard time, but I'm going to get you through um, the end of it. And so now she's like devoted to the rosary as well. That's so awesome. I just love hearing those. Um, I mean, people have been healed. You know, we've prayed for healing through uh, one of our friends. Uncles was on a ventilator at the very beginning of COVID mm-hmm. and um, came out the other side, you know, and was able to hear how we were praying the rosary mm-hmm. in his in his hospital room he could hear us praying it so and they gave him almost no chance yes almost wow. no chance um they had called in the family they had done all of that and we just kept praying well i know that so. once you're on a ventilator it's it it's usually not good right <laughs> and this was like you know this was like the first couple months it was, it was really I mean, early it's, of course it's scary but like it was very it was scarier unknown. then because it was very mm-hmm. yes absolutely you're right let me just take a minute here uh just to reset uh this is the power of prayer spring pledge drive on am 1160 the quest and uh it, 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 we're, we're talking about prayer we're talking about the rosary the facebook rosary that you're doing here and everything but i also want to remind people that you know what what's going on here and everything that we, we've got all these volunteers here and uh michelle you said you're uh, you volunteer here yes as well and mm-hmm. Not as much as I used to. I'm a little more, a little but, more busy, and I live a little further away. But as much as I can, and yeah. I, I like to do things even remotely. I mean, even if you can't come here exactly. in person, there's so many things that you can do within your own parish. You can do those. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of the online things. So if you see emails go out or or sign up geniuses or those kind of things, I do yeah. those for for the quest. But you can you can volunteer anywhere and for the quest. So, and so basically. You know, mm-hmm. all these people, there's you and I don't even know if I could count all the people. I mean, that right. you know, I'm still meeting volunteers that we have that are doing things. But all these people feel see the value in the quest, you know, and most of these people are, are they donate not only their time, but their their treasure too, you know, monetarily. So it, it, they these people all feel it's it's worthy. It's it's a good cause. It's evangelization, which we're all called to do. And so you know, where else are you going to get that? Where, you know, the quest brings all that to you. So it's very important because if if we don't get the donations, we don't stay on the air. So it, it's very important that you call 470-508-1160, uh, log on to thequestatlanta.com, uh, or you can download the Quest Atlanta app on your phone. And, you know, once you're, you know, maybe as soon as you finish up with the Facebook rosary, just jump over and, <laughs> and donate some money there. Um, you also, we also have um, that matching gift this hour. Well, we do. And we absolutely so, yeah. do. Because our goal is $6,300, but we've got a matching gift of $2,500 uh, from a Holy Spirit parishioner. Right. And thank you, whoever you yes. are. Yeah, thank you. Thank absolutely. you. Absolutely. Which is awesome. And, and the other thing I want to mention, too, is that not only that, but I've been mentioning this all along, we've got these gift certificates that these mostly restaurants have donated uh so that anybody who calls in anybody who calls in and donates just ask for a gift certificate i mean we've got uh we've got chick-fil-a we've got uh jay christopher's uh in fact chick-fil-a supplied our breakfast this morning and well each morning this morning of of the three days here uh uh and marietta thanks to eddie there um crab apple tavern brookwood grill i mean all these places have donated and just ask for a gift certificate and 
you'll get one. Just make a donation, any size, but we do need to get $6,300 this hour, and I'll check in with what the amount is in just a little bit before we take our break in five minutes or so. Well, the last time we did this, we actually did the broadcast because it was during, it was during, we weren't all in lockdown, but it was definitely during the height Mm -hmm. of the pandemic, and we did the broadcast actually from Holy Spirit, and we did it, um, there was a group of us who did it, and you know, it was a wonderful experience, and we actually had the highest money raised of that day. Really? Um, so I want to do that again. Come on, people. <laughs> Melanie, <laughs> Melanie and I are just a tad a little bit competitive. competitive. <laughs> um, so uh, if you could, please, you know, call that number. Uh, it's 470-508-1160. And also, you know, you mentioned you could go to the app. You can log online at thequestatlanta.com. But, you know, Melanie and I definitely want to be able to brag a little bit about, you know, we did the best money. I know. Um, I mean, we're, we're only asking, you know... We're doing the power of three, right? Three is important in our faith and yep. the, and uh, uh, the three-day pledge drive. We've got the yep. resurrection on the third day. Let's get three new monthly donors. Let's mm-hmm. get And a shout-out to Lynn, because she's our queen of the power of three. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so let's just... Come on, guys. I want to hear people calling in. I want to hear that we're getting donations online. Um, and like Michelle said, we want the bragging rights that we <laughs> raised the most money today. Well, and I got to tell you, though, if you're going to get those bragging rights, you got some big shoes to fill because oh. they... they uh, oh, Father Neil was on today, wasn't yes, he? Yes, he was. <laughs> Did you have to put us on his day? <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> you're going to have to ask not to be on Father Neil's day <laughs> oh. next time, but they did very well. Uh, although they didn't... They reach... did two... Did he do two he hours? He did two hours. Because that's like... He did you got to divide okay. it in half. You yeah. got to divide it in half. Yeah, but still, they did very well. So okay. you got you got some 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 work right. to do here. All right, all right. <laughs> we'll we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but you know, so it's it's just a wonderful blessing, like you said, just to be able to volunteer and volunteer mm-hmm. here and to give yourself um, to your faith and whether it's you know praying the daily rosary or doing something, uh, volunteering with the quest, which is a great opportunity, but just remembering every single day to put God first, not only in these penitential seasons of, you know, of Lent and Advent, but just every single day. Mm -hmm. If it's as simple as thank you, Lord, for waking me up. Amen. Mm -hmm. I mean, just something every morning, just to start your day. I started doing that about a year and a half ago with some actually (laughs) Melanie, but with, with the rosary, you know, and I pray that every day on my way into the office. So, um, I was doing it a little before then, but definitely not every day. Um, but Melanie's you I, know, encouraged me and, and just I love to do it every day now. I think that was one of the things because when the rosary, the Facebook rosary started, I was doing it at night. And I just, I, there's always spiritual warfare, right? You know, mm-hmm. when you're doing something that's good, you're always fighting, um, you know, against the devil for how he's trying to get you to stop doing it. And the nights were becoming harder because, you know, I have three little kids and my husband and I are trying to put the kids to bed. And, and I was, and I'm, I like the mornings, but the initial, the initial wake up, I'm like, I don't want to get out of bed. And Mm -hmm. I just, I was like, I'm going to do this for God and I'm going to get up earlier and I'm going to do the rosary in the mornings during the week. So during the week, the rosary is at 730 in the morning. Um, and then that way people have all day to listen to the replay or, yeah. or whatever. And That's I'll, a great thing about Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and then in January, I was like, maybe I'm going, you know, again, it's two years and I love doing it. I'm going to keep doing it. But I was like, maybe I'm going to do it as a podcast. Um, but then I kind of put it out to the group and they're like, no, we like it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We like the, the personal interaction or, you know, cause people can comment during the, mm-hmm. during the live rosary with their prayer intentions. And even though you can't see them, you know that they're there with you. So uh, let me just get this straight. So at 7.30 AM, uh, it's Facebook live. Yes. And so you're live right there. You can do it then, Correct. but if that doesn't work for you. You can catch it later on in the day. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And how do we find this on Facebook? So it's called um, the Nightly Live Rosary. So if you just search it, uh, Nightly Live Rosary, and it's got a picture. It's nightly because we started at night. Um, it's just got a picture of the rosary on there. Um, 
And, you know, I say 7.30 in the morning. Again, I'm a mom and there has to be flexibility. <laughs> Might so. be 7.35. Exactly. So I do post like a little note that says today it's going to be at 8 a.m. Like on Friday mornings, I go to mass at the kids' school. Mm-hmm. And so it has to be at 8 a.m. You know, so there's some flexibility there. But then... The podcast, you can find it on Spotify or um, Apple Podcasts, and that's titled Daily Live Rosary. So you can listen to that. I record them simultaneously so Mm -hmm. that I know it's kind of like a circus, but I feel like that's what the Lord wants me to do. So I'm going with it. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's awesome. So uh, uh, real quick, we're going to take a break here uh, shortly. I just want to say this is the Power of Prayer Spring Pledge Drive uh, on AM 1160, The Quest. And uh, you can call in your donation, your pledge to 470-508-1160. You can log on to thequestatlanta.com or download the Quest Atlanta app. And I mentioned this before, you kind of touched on this a little bit, but uh, this is the third day of the pledge drive. Uh, so that makes our, our theme three. Three is a holy number because it's the number of the Trinity. Christ's resurrection happened on the third day. Uh, and chances are there's somebody out there who's been listening all three days of this pledge drive. Maybe they've been listening for three weeks, three months, three years. I don't know. Uh, but maybe the Holy Spirit has been talking to you and, and prompting you to give. So uh, this really is your day. Answer that call. Uh, three monthly donors at $100 would be awesome. New new donors, people that haven't donated before. Well, even if you have before, what whatever. Um, uh, three new monthly donors or maybe uh, just think about think about it, the, the power of three. And that's our theme today. Uh, but anyway, let's take a little break. And uh, what what are we doing uh, in the second half hour? We're, uh, We're going to be talking about Lourdes and miracles from Lourdes and our pilgrimages there and just how prayers have been answered through that. You're listening to AM 1160, The Quest. And this is our spring pledge drive, where the theme is the power of prayer. Keep listening for more stories of inspiration and hope through the power of prayer. After hearing these stories, if you're moved to donate, please call 470-508-1160. Go to our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Remember, The Quest is 100% listener supported, and we rely on donations from people like you to stay on the air. We'll be back to the Power of Prayer Pledge Drive shortly on AM 1160 The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic radio. That's the power of prayer. In today's world, cybersecurity is critical for your business. Award-winning Versprite provides solutions to protect your company from hackers. For protection now, see Versprite.com. That's V-E-R-Sprite.com. The Quest thanks Versprite for their support. The Quest presents the best of Catholic rap with the artist, Communion. I believe in God, the Lord, the Almighty, who embraces the leper of society. Gives sight to the blind with clay that he spit in and says, rise and walk, your sins are forgiven. I believe our mission is to care for the homeless and bring the good news to all of the hopeless. It's our responsibility, not merely sage advice, and every poor person is the face of Christ. homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. My name is Father Voldemir Patricia. I am pastor at Mother of God Church in Conyers, Georgia, and here is a prayer for Ukraine. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O Lord, God of powers, and God of our salvation, look down with mercy and compassion on your humble servants. And out of love for mankind, have mercy on us and on the land of Ukraine. We, who are sinful and unworthy, pray unto you in repentance and with tears. Help us, O God, our Savior, and deliver the land of Ukraine. For you are the health and victory and salvation of them that put their hope in you, and unto you do we send 
of glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, now and forever and ever. Amen. Thank you so much for your support and thinking about us. Please continue just to pray. God bless you. The Vatican Exposition of Sacred Relics includes relics of the Saints Joseph, John the Baptist, and Mary Magdalene, pieces of the wood of the True Cross, and over a hundred more. It's one night, March 31st, at All Saints Parish, Atlanta. Find out more at thequestatlanta.com. Let us offer a prayer of thanksgiving for Father Mario Lopez, a priest serving in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. Eternal God, we thank you for the blessings of Father Lopez, who represents you on this earth. Make him more greatly aware of the grace that you pour out through him as he ministers the sacraments and help him to fall more deeply in love with you after each and every Mass that is celebrated. Please strengthen him so that he may lovingly and courageously shepherd your flock. May we support Father Lopez in the Archdiocese of Atlanta by offering him kind words, deeds, and assistance. We thank you, God, for the gift of Father Mario Lopez. Allow him to remain an example of your truth and a guide to all those he has entrusted to serve. We ask these things of you, our Lord, our eternal priest. Amen. Prayer Pledge Drive on AM 1160, The Quest. Make your pledge or donation by calling 470-508-1160 on our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Now back to the power of prayer on AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic radio. That's the power of prayer. And we are back this hour on the third day of our pledge drive uh, with Michelle Hines and Melanie Colley. Uh, thank you, ladies, for being here. And uh, I'll just mention, uh, I've mentioned this a few times already today, but I, I think it's important that, you know, if you watch anything else in the media, um, you know, on the mainstream media or whatever, it, it's if it bleeds, it leads. But here... We're all about good news, good news of Christ, good news, you know, the the scriptures and everything else. And I think that's important to think about, you know, that it's important to support something uh, like the quest, because to to keep that positive message going for the for the Atlanta Metro, it's very important. And, and it the station doesn't exist without donations. So we need that. Um, we've got uh, twenty five hundred dollars of matching money from a Holy Spirit parishioner. So thank you, whoever you are. Uh, we also have uh, a sixty three hundred dollar goal, which you know you're competitive and you're, you're going to just blast that right out of the Let's water, aren't you? Oh, we hope so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let let these ladies get to that goal of sixty three hundred dollars. And uh, t- speaking of a positive message, I mean the the Facebook rosary. I mean, how much more positive can you be than that? You know. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's funny because you know Melanie mentioned that she does that every day, and you know mm-hmm. you'll hear kids in the background, and you'll uh, her kids are absolutely adorable. By the way, <laughs> um, they just got a new puppy, so you can see the puppy. Um, and then also, she started a podcast back in January. I think originally, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was kind of a thought of. Let's move from the Facebook Live yeah. mm-hmm. to the podcast. You could do the podcast anytime. People could listen anytime. Mm-hmm. But everybody loves seeing her kids. And everybody loves, the, you know, the smiles. And, of course, now the puppy. Because, you know, <laughs> I just have to mention the puppy. Um, but, you know, it's so... And it's just brings a different touch and feel to that rosary experience. It mm-hmm. really feels like you have that connection. And, I, you know, I didn't ask you earlier, how many people have prayed the rosary with you during this two years. I know that's a lot. And some of you know, were on, I think you had a really high number at the beginning and yeah, now yeah. it's kind of a stable number going that. And then the podcast has started to take off too. So talk a little bit about that. So we have almost 180 people in the actual Facebook group, um, probably on a daily basis, Live, because you know not everybody can join at seven thirty in the morning. Right. So live, we usually have about ten, and then throughout the day, people will comment that they've done the replay, and it's usually around twenty twenty five total. 
Um, and then for the podcast, which I had no idea this would be the thing, I'm I'm seeing that like 50 and 60 people on Ash Wednesday, 100 people listen to it. I was like, what? That's amazing. I think with the, um, the a little bit of a difference between the Facebook Rosary and the podcast is that the Facebook Rosary is a private Facebook page. Now you can join it, but I didn't want, you know, people are sharing their private intentions in that group. Mm -hmm. So I wanted it to be like someone in the group knew who this person was so that people could feel that it was an intimate space to share what's on their heart. Now, for the podcast, when I'm recording the podcast, I delete the parts where we're mentioning specific people's intentions just so that, like I said, it can be a little bit more of a private space. And that's how I think the podcast is probably reaching more people because you don't have to request to join the podcast. Anyone can just search it on right. um, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. So basically the podcast then is just, it, it it's the audio portion of the of the live of the Facebook live feed. Correct. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. Very so you cool. still hear the kids in the background yeah. and you still hear the doors <laughs> shut and, and the dog you know, barking. And the dog barking and Annie asking for waffles. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. no editing. It's not professional. There's no like musical intro. Well, and I yeah. think that that speaks to some of the popularity too because it, I, I honestly think people can relate to what's going on. Yeah. It's like you know. When I try to pray the rosary, the same stuff happens, yeah. you know? <laughs> oh, the Fridays are my favorite. Yeah. Why is that? Fridays um, is, you know, her son's school has a uh, mass that the family can join, weekly mass that they go to. And so they're sitting in the parking lot. She's like waiting for, you know, the mass to get started or time for the mass. And she's with Annie, who's four. And so Annie's in the car. She's trying to pray the rosary. You see Annie like trying to open the sunroof. She's like climbing out of it. She's like singing. She's yelling. She's grabbing for knobs and buttons. And she, you know, uh, I mean, so you can see all of that. It's funny. That's great. Um, but you know, we were talking a little bit during the break about some of the other blessings and some of the other things that really have come out of this rosary. And one of the things, Melanie, you mentioned was um, the lady who was praying with us last year and Betty. Um, So I don't know Betty. Betty joined because someone else in our rosary group um, had invited her to join. And I think that's what's great about it. It's like, hey, this is making an impact on my life. Why don't you come join? It's kind of like the Holy Spirit is just moving from person to person. So Betty um, lived in Texas and she, I think she was 76 and she joined the rosary group and she was religious about being on the rosary with us every morning and betty unexpectedly passed away Mm. last um january or february and that was devastating because i enjoyed seeing her name pop up every morning knowing that we were praying together and she always messaged me to tell me how much this rosary was meaning to her meaning meant to her and i don't know how much she'd prayed the rosary before this group but it was kind of a beautiful thing that God was helping prepare her for, um, mm-hmm. you know, end of life and her getting right in her prayer life before going to heaven. So That's beautiful. I just love knowing, you know, no matter what stage in your life, mm-hmm. this is making such an impact. And I'm going to keep doing it because I don't remember what saint said this, but they were like, if we only knew the power of all of our prayers, like if we could only see the impact that it was making. And it's kind of like, you know, we're doing the Facebook rosary. We have the quest that's, you know, spreading the good news and they have all these programs that you can listen to. It is important in this day to be surrounding ourselves with the rosary and the quest and all this Catholic media so that we can evangelize and that we can share that with other people and that those messages that we're hearing, um, we can tell our friends and trickle out to to everybody right. else. I think it's, you know, you just reminded me of something. And uh, we mentioned we're uh, Holy Spirit parishioners and Monsignor Dillon, who is our pastor, is always reminding us that we are called to evangelize and that the doors of the church are not the end mm-hmm. of our evangelization, but only but the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's just a reminder that, especially during this time where we're preparing for the resurrection and in this penitential season of remember the precepts of the church. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're saying a prayer every single week now 
to invite people back to mass because we've seen such a not just in our parish, but in parishes all over all over the country. And I'm sure even in some cases, the world is that we've seen a drop off of that mass participation and attendance. And so this is a great time of year to be able to focus on things like the rosary every day and just get back into the habit of putting Christ first Mm -hmm. and putting God first. So um, I know we we wanted to talk a little bit also about um, we are both dames in the Order of Malta. Just before you start on that, just real quick, I just want to mention that this is the power of prayer uh, spring pledge drive on am 1160 the quest and we do need your uh donations i, I can we and i know you want to get into that but we've got oh, so no, much to do here absolutely. i want to i want to thank the people uh yes, that, let me let me walk down to the uh call center here we and want see if we, we can. Want, definitely want to thank everybody yeah absolutely uh so we got uh christine uh from chevy chase maryland yes christine awesome huh thank you christine thank you and what about uh then amy from atlanta we've got ben uh well oh, he's he's got the same last name as, <laughs> as you do melanie he's a good husband. <laughs> <laughs> and he he commented uh you go girl <laughs> so excellent ben uh we also have uh uh, Colleen in Kennesaw. We've oh, got uh, Gerard in Ackworth. Uh, well, that mm, shouldn't tell you this, but that's in honor of Father Neil. But it's okay. You know what the good we'll thing share. is, though? It was in our hour. It was in your hour. Yes. Thank you, Father Neil. <laughs> so that's and thank you, Amy and Colleen. <laughs> and, that's, and that's all that matters right here. Uh, when it came in, right? Uh, and also uh, in honor of Matt Witt, uh, Lynn from Atlanta donated, and uh, Carrie uh, from Marietta. We really appreciate all those donations. Thanks, Lynn. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, uh, so if you want to donate, uh, we need this to, to our our goal overall for the three days here, two hundred thousand dollars. Wow! And so you're thinking, Let's do it. What's my ten bucks? What's my hundred bucks going to do? It, it helps. It honestly does. I mean, it, you know, the the power of many. But if anybody can inspire it, Melanie can. <laughs> she is the queen of fundraising. Absolutely. And $6,300 is the goal this hour. We've got $2,500 in matching money. Your $100 donation becomes $200. And that's from a Holy Spirit parishioner. So we thank them for that. And so I'll just mention real quick, the way you can participate in this is uh, by calling 470-508-1160. Log on to thequestatlanta.com or make sure if you don't already have it, I don't know why you don't, but you should have the Quest Atlanta app on your phone and you can also donate that way as well. So go ahead. You were you were starting to say what now? Yeah, we did. We we are both um, dames in the Order of Malta. And the Order of Malta is a religious order and it actually started back in the Crusades. Um, and it was it's active now in 120 countries across the world. And what our mission really is to care for the sick and the poor and to defend the faith. So, you know, during during the Crusades, obviously, <laughs> it was a little, we don't carry swords and have armor, but it'd be really cool if we We wear did. spiritual armor. Yeah, we yeah. wear spiritual Why armor. Why can't Great. you? Great. You know, I know, right? I want a sword. Um, I don't think people would really be happy if no. I had one, but it's okay. Um, you know, so, you know, founded in Jerusalem, you know, the 11th century, and, you know, we have over a 900-year history, and, you know, we're very blessed to be called to be... Um, active members and to be dames in the order and it's something that we take very seriously um, it's become for sure my spiritual home mm-hmm. and really my faith has been bolstered through that and through the leadership of our chaplains and our hospitalers um, Lynn who donated was mm-hmm. our previous hospitaler and Jackie uh, our current hospitaler they, and Jay was also our hospitaler and um, in the time that I've been involved and you know they're just wonderful leaders of of calling us and reminding us of what is important Um, and one of the things that we do with the Order of Malta that we all are desperately missing Mm -hmm. is our annual pilgrimage to Lourdes and we take um, the pilgrimage started Basically, uh, you don't know about Lords. I probably should start there, I think. Yeah. A little bit. Because some people mm-hmm. are like, Lords, I've heard of that, but I don't really remember what it <laughs> yeah, is or yeah. haven't. And so, Lords is at the base um, of the Pyrenees Mountains 
in France. And if you've heard of St. Bernadette, it was actually St. Bernadette on February 11th, 1858. She was in um, a place that was actually a dump looking for firewood. They were very poor. She was in a very poor family. She was also very sickly herself her entire life, starting in her childhood. She was with her younger sister, and they were gathering firewood um, by the river in this trash dump. And she saw this beautiful lady. And over time, because I know I could go on forever about St. Bernadette and the grotto, but I think just for simplicity's sake, and we also want to get to some of the blessings and, and things that we've seen while we've been there, um, there were apparitions. And over time, a couple of those apparitions, the first, uh, she nobody believed her, right? Because her sister, the friend, nobody could see the lady. She was young. She was really young. She was very poor. Um, but as these apparitions went on, Mary had asked her to build, to tell them to build a chapel mm. to on that spot. She told her to dig and find the spring and to drink from the spring. Um, that spring still exists today. Wow. Millions and millions of gallons of water every single year. Um, and the healing that has come from that water mm-hmm. is amazing. There are 69 certified miracles. Um, there were, It's an arduous process of 15, 20 years of follow-up. There can be no medical intervention at all. So let's say you're a cancer patient and you experience this miraculous healing from the water of Lourdes. If you've had any kind of treatment, chemo, radiation, you're immediately disqualified. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just that kind of thing, but we go on an annual, annual pilgrimage. We haven't been able to go now. This is year three. Yeah. This will be year three that we won't be there. We usually go the first week of May. Um, it is just an amazing blessing. Um, there's members of the order from 45 different countries that are all there that same week. It's like the takeover of Lords by the order of Malta. It's amazing. It's an amazing experience. And the the Malads that we take, we have seen miraculous healing, mainly spiritually. Mm -hmm. Um, The last time we were in Lords, I know there was a gentleman by the name of Dave and he um, had Louis Barr dementia was diagnosed and he was very enclosed into himself when he was there, he was a guitar player who hadn't played in, I think, almost two years. Um, but his wife brought his guitar along. Uh, he really was, he was polite, he was nice, but you couldn't get two words out of him. Yeah. Um, by the end of the second day in Lords, he was downstairs with a group of people, the music director for our pilgrimage, playing his guitar and singing. And we have a talent show on the last <laughs> day, and he's up there singing and playing and his joy of just discovering his love again of life was amazing. Um, I've seen him a few times since then, and he still has that. And it was the the miracle of Lords that brought it out. Mm-hmm. I think that happens yeah. when you go to, you kind of come out of your, it's like a spiritual awakening. Mm-hmm. Um, you become the best version of yourself by going to this place. It's just, I remember, because my husband and I went, shortly after we were married we didn't even really know anyone anything about it people were like and you're coming on the lord's pilgrimage and this was i think we'd been married nine months <laughs> and then that was an amazing experience but then fast forward i i think it was like nine years later i went back and at this time we had three kids so we couldn't both go but i felt the holy spirit nudge me i was praying the rosary and they were like and then mary was like you need to go and it was such like when I went there, I remember my friends who knew me well, they were like, Melanie, you were, I was like on fire about like just wanting to be there and talk mm-hmm. to them a lot and like just be in the presence of Mary and Jesus. I mean, you can't even explain yeah. what it's like when you just right. see people that are all dressed in uniform, all like worshiping God and like doing adoration mm-hmm. and praying the rosary and the baths, especially. It, yeah, Do you it, want to talk about that? Yeah. It, it, you know, it's an amazing experience. And, um, you know, going back to St. Bernadette for a moment, the way that they finally believed her is because remember, she's poor, she's uneducated, she's, mm-hmm. you know, very young. Is Mary said to her, she kept asking, Who are you? Who are you? And finally, she said to her, I'm the Immaculate Conception. 
And so that's when they believed her. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the wow. moment that they believed her because she, there's no way she could have known right those words there's no way she could have known like yeah mm-hmm. i'm the immaculate conception done <laughs> that's not something you just make up right right so you know it's it's amazing when you walk into those baths um and it's a very well-oiled machine mm-hmm. right <laughs> you know you're in line you're going in and i know myself um you know we had a dame who went on the pilgrimage last time as a malad and one of the things that i can guarantee you about that experience is that water is the coldest water that you have ever experienced in your life. And you're immersing yourself in it, right? And so you're sitting there and you're going, okay, I know this is going to be cold. You're standing there, you're like wrapped in in a sheet, you're you're standing there, your feet are in it, you're going, this is so cold, how am I going to get it? It's so cold. (laughs) And you do, and you know, I was standing there and they say, you know, pray to pray to our mother and and Mary. A picture, an icon of Mary is in the room, or a statue. There's a couple of different things in different paths, and and you go. And I really was like, I don't feel like I'm doing this right, you know, because I didn't feel anything. Mm-hmm. But I, as I stood there and prayed to Mary, she washed over me, and it was the most probably the one of the most spiritual and emotional mm-hmm. experiences I've ever had in my life. And I was going back to um, Marie, who was a dame who went as a Malad the last time we were all kind of worried a little bit because of the, the water. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, you know, you get out and the amazing thing is as you're trying to get dressed again, you're thinking, okay, these clothes are going to stick to me. You know, you got mm-hmm. those, you're completely dry. Really? Completely dry. And for us, our uniform also includes tights, right? And any of you ladies on <laughs> listening right now know what I'm talking about. You cannot put on tights or <laughs> stockings when you're wet. And I was kind of worried about that coming out, right? I was completely 100% dry. And you'll wow. hear that from I, th- I mean, everyone. this is like immediately after you immediately. got out. Immediately. Yeah. Got out immediately. Wow. Yes. And so, you know, when Marie came out, we were all like, you know, are you okay? How was it? And she was very emotional and, and you typically, typically are. Um, she's like, the water was so warm. And we all kind of look, and we'd heard that before, right? Like Cause you hear, people, yeah, for them. you, you hear those things, but to actually talk to like, speak to somebody who had that experience was amazing. And she was being called back by Mary um, so she went to the bath several days in a row. Yeah. Um, which was an amazing experience for her. Um, do you, I think you had an experience too, didn't you? Well, Bonding so my experience is on the other end. They, they were asking for volunteers. And this was like, I, I felt like I was just getting thrown in. They were like, you are going to help volunteer. And um, I didn't know what that meant because I didn't really know much about the baths at that point. Oh, that's right. That was your first trip. That was my first oh, trip. And no. so I went in um, and they have a ladies side and a men's side. And there's basically like these stalls of different baths that you can go in. It's kind of like a huge baptismal font, like and um you're sitting on the the people who are going in are sitting on a bench and their towel and i was one of the people in the bath actually dunking the women and the most beautiful thing that i experienced was that these are people from all around the world and most of the people in my bath didn't speak english but we're all there for the common purpose mm-hmm. of healing we just wanted healing and so they're saying prayers in italian and french and i don't know what they're saying but we all want the same thing right. and so you're praying for them and it's just so beautiful that it's like this communion of believers and being able to i mean that was just so emotional because people would be crying and um but we had that commonality of jesus mm-hmm. and mary and and the healing there we're, we're this is I, I wish we had more time we don't though because I, 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 we I find this fascinating <laughs> um and one thing I, I i do need to ask you melanie you mentioned i'm just wondering how you explain this to your husband that the holy spirit said that I should go on this pilgrimage <laughs> and leave you home with the kids. <laughs> how does that... She got him help. He, like, I mean, my husband's amazing, so he yes. is... He was like, the kids were the best they've ever been. Like, I, I feel wow. like all the pieces 
you know, Mary wanted me to be there. And my mom and his mom came and helped, um, you know, while he was working. And it just it just worked out. I just felt like awesome. I know I was kind of worried that it was going to be like spiritual warfare, but it was it all worked out. Well, that's awesome. This is the power of prayer spring pledge drive on AM 1160 The Quest. And uh, I just want to mention we've been mentioning this before, but today is the third day of the pledge drive. Three is the holy number. I mean, it's it's the number of the Trinity. Christ's resurrection happened on the third day. Um, and if there's somebody out there that's maybe been listening all three days or three weeks, three months, whatever, uh, we, we need your donation to make this, to keep this station on the air. And I want to mention, too, that anyone who donates or even calls in is going to be registered to win uh, for a chance to win. VIP pil- pilgrimage to uh, for two to EWTN in the Shrine of the Most Blessed Sacrament, wow. or uh, a beautiful piece of religious artwork donated by artist Sally Kazan, or a framed picture of the Divine Mercy. So uh, make sure you're, you're calling in and and are going online with your uh, donations at four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. Log on to thequestatlanta.com or get the Quest Atlanta app. If you don't already, and you can donate that way too, ladies. Anything? We're really out of time here, but anything you want us to say, just in conclusion, uh, just. Well, if you want to, yeah. ju- if you want to uh, listen to the Rosary podcast, you can find it. It's called Daily Live Rosary mm-hmm. on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or if you prefer the Facebook version, it's called Nightly Live Rosary on Facebook. Yeah, we just want to thank everybody. And thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. you. Uh, Michelle Hines, Melanie Colley, thank you very much. Thank you. AM 1160, The Quest, WCFO East Point, your Atlanta Catholic Radio. Welcome to the Spring Pledge Drive, where our theme is the power of prayer. In this episode of Behind the Quest, we'll examine the effort made to make sure you're plugged in and know what's going on locally here in the Atlanta Archdiocese and even in your local parish. How does the Quest keep our listeners plugged into things happening locally in the Atlanta Metro? I'm Kathy McCormick and I'm the marketing manager here at the Quest. What's great about Catholic Radio is the way it can extend the local Catholic community. You know, there's so many wonderful things going on in the Catholic parishes and schools in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. It's nice to have parishes kind of be able to know what's going on next door, in a way. Some parishes may not have the opportunity to offer a Lenten mission, but the parish next door might. And so you can go to that and having that all on the community calendar. So the radio has a unique way to promote everything from fun runs to Lenten missions. You mentioned the community calendar, which is a great way to stay plugged into what's happening locally. Can you tell us more about that? We have a community calendar on the website by going to thequestatlanta.com and clicking on events. You can find the community calendar and listeners can find out about what's going on, programs being offered, national speakers coming in, that kind of thing. So it's really local Catholic radio station can build that community here, which is nice. So if we go to the community calendar at thequestatlanta.com right now, What's an example of something we'll see there? The Relics, March 31st, happening at All Saints. And that's something that is a a national kind of a pilgrimage. Father Carlos is coming and brings these relics and uh, travels around. They come here and there. You know, they come once in a while. And it's nice to have that available to us. Yeah, and if it weren't for the Quest, we might not even know about it. We're looking at the calendar on thequestatlanta.com right now. I see the Sacred Relics on March 31st. It's a teaching and exposition of sacred relics. Over 150 relics are going to be there, uh, some as old as 2,000 years. Among the treasures are going to be relics of uh, St. Joseph, St. John the Baptist, St. Mary Magdalene, St. Francis of Assisi, St. Thomas Aquinas. Uh, There's also going to be a fragment of the veil that belonged to Our Lady and some of the largest remaining pieces in the world of the wood of the true cross. That is amazing. You can find all that information at thequestatlanta.com. And I'm sure there's plenty of other local information there as well. We promote what the Archdiocese of Atlanta, the, the Chancery, what they're putting on, the different things. With the Eucharistic Congress, there's Starve Wars, which is a service project that happens Friday morning. 
of the weekend of the Eucharistic Congress, where you can come and make sandwiches. And um, I think this year they're partnering with St. Vincent de Paul to um, serve the community. So all of that is information you might not know about if not for the Quest broadcasting it and posting it on thequestatlanta.com. When you support the Quest, you support your local parish, your local community, as well as the Archdiocese of Atlanta. Lori Marchuk, who does our donor relations here at the Quest, what would you like to add? We use those donations just to better our programs and reach out to the community because we have a lot of outreach through our parishes and through different ministries, the Knights of Columbus, pro-life ministries. I mean, you go on and on about the different ministries we try to um, partner with. So it really is about joining a community of faithful Catholics and even non-Catholics, so just bringing them to our Lord as believers. Thank you all for sharing your thoughts and stories for this episode of Behind the Quest. Be sure to call in with your donation at 470-508-1160, or you can do it online at thequestatlanta.com or right from your phone. Download the Quest Atlanta app to make your donation today. And now back to the Pledge Drive with our theme, The Power of Prayer. That's the power. 